Amen. Are we good to go? Amen. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Wow. Thank you so much, Dad. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. I was telling her today, you know, how many of you were here last Sunday? I need to give this to you. How many of you were here last Sunday? You remember last Sunday at some point when I saw I said, you will not leave, you must pray for me. Yeah. I made sure she did. And we recorded that prayer. And today as I was telling you, thank you, what I did not tell you is that I do play it and I listen to it. Because sometimes you need to know the prayers that are made over your life. Praise Jesus. Because if you don't know the prayers that are made over your life, how will you keep God accountable? Praise God. Eh, yeah, that's why nashina nikisema usikuwe tu unaanguka anguka ukiombewa. Sasa zingine simama usikie. Sasa zingine ni mzuri pia kusimama hivi. Bwana asifiwe. Eh, yeah, sio pastor akikuja hivi ushachiu blackout. Anakuambia dakika tano hiyo dakika tano yote there's content. There's covenants. How many of you know our God works with covenants? Okay. The, the, the mouth of God is the hand of God. The way you do things with your hand is the way God does things with his mouth. <laughs> and God honors the words of the man of God. Even Abraham, being the father of our faith, needed a word from a man of God. And so God caused him to meet with Melchizedek, the high priest the king of Salem. And after they met with the king of Salem, there was an exchange. He gave him a tenth of everything that he had, and the king of Salem spoke words of Abraham's life. Now what's interesting, as you read through Abraham's life, you see the manifestation of the prayers of the man of God. And that is Abraham, our father. So much more you and I. Praise God. I'm excited. I'm also here with my, with my wife, my beautiful wife. Um, Rhoda, just stand and wave. Amen. She's so beautiful. She gives some people reason to listen to me. The Lord knew my plight. I, 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 I called on him and, and he sent help. Today we are going to talk Remember on Sunday we started with capacity? Then we moved on to what? There is more. That there has to be more. And, and if you're joining us today, what we meant by there has to be more, we were saying that speaking in tongues cannot be the summation of our Christian experience. We were saying that even miracles cannot be the summation of our Christian experience experience that there is more beyond speaking in tongues there is more beyond seeing dreams and interpreting dreams there is more there is more and there is more for you and i and then yesterday during the day the man of god preached and he said even even now it is possible and in the evening i did not even know but that was what god had placed in my heart i wasn't here during the day but when I came here, the Lord had given us a message which was unlimited possibilities. 
And after that, we made a prayer and we entered into the realm of now. Because we serve a God of now. And if you were not here yesterday and the day before, when we say the God of now, we mean that God lives in eternity. And eternity is not prolonged time. Eternity is the absence of time. So that God is outside of time and time is an entity. So we said, the same way God is with us present here today is the same way God is present in 1956. Right, it is now for God. It is then for you, but it is now for God. Tomorrow is tomorrow for you, but it is now for God because it's all is already in the tomorrow. And it's there in 2020. In 2022, in 2021, do you hear what I'm saying? So you are the one living through time, but God does not live through time with you. Otherwise, he would cease to be God. Praise Jesus. So today we want to talk about something that the Spirit has laid in my spirit for today. And it is the atmosphere of glory. <laughs> the atmosphere of glory. That one of the things that the Spirit of God is trying to do in the church today is trying to remove the barrier between the pulpit and the pews. He is removing it because it has been his intention from the start. What do I mean? I mean in the functioning. So that when you come here, you receive a word, and that word that you receive elevates you to a certain level in the spirit, in the physical, and you begin to operate just like that which you have received from the pulpit. You remember what we said? For it is he who gave some to be apostles. Prophets, evangelists, teachers, uh -huh, pastors, we called it a pet. Sindio. So that for the edification of the body, so that the body can come into full maturity, which means that a mature body is a body that is prophetic, apostolic, evangelistic, they are pastoral, and they know the word of God. They can divide it rightly. Do you hear what I'm saying? So which means if I came here and I am an apostle, and now I am speaking to you, and something is released from me and it comes to you, who is now more powerful? It is you. Because I only have one. But from where you're seated, you're receiving mine. Then when bishop comes, you receive his. When a prophet comes, you receive that one. And now God calls it a perfection, a maturity, an understanding. The Bible says, till we all come to the unity of faith. Yani, in other words, uneza kuona nichukia, upendi mwenye mekaka ndoyake, lakini the will of God is that literally you are one with them. Muangale jirani yako. You are one. Unity of spirit. Unity. Unity of faith. We are the body, the body, not bodies. We are the body of Christ. Do you hear me by the Spirit? We are the body of Christ. I normally have seven introductions. That is one introduction. The Spirit of God spoke something to me and I wrote it down. I'd like to read it. Then I'll put this book aside and we'll begin. 
Amen. Remember, we are talking about the atmosphere of glory. This is what the Spirit was telling me one day. He said, we are born to bring our culture and multiply our kind on earth. The Bible says you are an alien. You are an alien. Si tunaimbanga yale mawimbo, duniani siyo kwetu. Sisi ni wapitanji? Sisi ni wapitanjia. That this is not our home. The Bible tells us that we are aliens in this world. In other words, you are born of God, you are not of this world. And the Bible says because you are not of this world, you have an assignment. Long ago, long ago, when some of you were still not born, the colonials came. How many of you can remember that? None of you, you were there. <laughs> History. The colonials came. yourself. It's, it's important you listen. Amen. Officer, just help, help me in this. Ah, we have come back. Praise Jesus. Now, it is abnormal for a believer not to want to demonstrate the supernatural. It is abnormal. Forget operating in you are not operating in the supernatural. It is abnormal for a believer not to want to operate in the supernatural. Not to want to demonstrate the supernatural. Which is our natural now. As one who is an alien on this earth, the supernatural is your natural. Okay. Yani sazile umekatu unakunywa chai unafanya nini? Sazile tuko normal. You are normally supernatural. So when you do not want to operate in the supernatural or go after the deep things of God, what you're saying is that you do not want to live at all as a man. Okay, kama binadamu, you wake up in the morning, you take breakfast or you pray, Ama kama una fast, utakula tu at some point. You cannot fast for the rest of your life. You need food to walk. True? So it is in your nature to eat food as a human being. I am telling you, it is your nature to live, breathe, walk in the supernatural as a born-again believer. The same way you need food, the same way you have food, the same way you have eyes that can see, the same way your legs can help you locomote from one angle to another, it is the same way you operate in the supernatural. For you, the supernatural is natural. Now, now, I want you to hear me by the Spirit. When we talk about the supernatural, I'm just expounding on, on what the Spirit of God told me. 
When we are talking about the supernatural, I am not teaching you of a level that you must come to. I am telling you of something that is already within you. In the name of Jesus, someone today will come to their senses. Your eyes will open and you will see yourself. In the name of Jesus. The supernatural is not the next level. It is who you are. I cannot teach you to be a human. You are already human. I cannot teach you to be a man or I cannot teach you to be a woman because you are born like that. You are born of a supernatural birth because you are born of the spirit. The first Adam was of the earth, earthy. The second Adam was a life-giving spirit. So when you receive this, the second Adam, you literally began, you were given birth to in the spirit. So everything about you is in the spirit. Now that is why sometimes you find that you must pray for you to get breakthroughs. Because the weapon of our warfare are no longer carnal. Why? Because now you are supernatural. Hey, now everything in the spirit is superior to everything on the earth. The spirit realm is superior. It is superior. In other words, you can use it to change things. There's a testimony I gave here which was very weird yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? That was a very weird testimony. Eh? Why? Because the spirit realm is superior so it can manipulate it's called oasis. And, and, and up oasis, around there, there was, um, there's this uh, secondary school in Kilifi. Secondary school. Kuna jamaa wanatoka kwa village. Wanaingia in the secondary school, usiku. Wanatoa students. Wanakuja now students, wanalima shamba usiku yote. Ikifika masakumi usiku, wanaenda wanaosha mgu, awajui. They are not aware. Why? Because the spirit realm has manipulated the physical realm. Do you hear what I'm saying? So asubuhi nafika mtu amechokanga tu anafanya na ukiamka kesho umechoka sisemi ulichukuliwa. Bwana asifiwe. Eh, sianze kupigia pastor usiku hapa. I think nimechukuliwa. But it happens. Our friend Captain Tinga, he walikuwa na contractor. So alikuwa analimia watu mashamba na wanalipwa. So siku nyingine anaenda na ilikuwa biashara ya baba yake. So siku nyingine wameitwa mahali na ndugu yake wanaenda kufanya. Hapo katikati wakapata mzee mwingine. Aishi mbali kutoka kwao. Anawambia, simnilimie hizi, iye kambili tu kidogo, alafu muende. So hawa kaji time wakajua hii tutafanya na tusiambie mzee ni pocket money yetu. Bwana asifiwe. Wakaingia na nini? Na tractor wakaanza kulima. Ai walianza 6 asubuhi. Wameendelea wamelima tu. Tu. Wamelima tu weka mpaka saa tisa. Jioni imefika. Captain akaangalia hivi saa. Akasema hapana. Huyu mtu anatuchezea. So wakatoka wakarudi kwa baba yao. Wakaulizwa ati mlenda shamba ya nani? Ati wa do you know the man manipulated the farm ikakaa ni 2 acres. These things are happening. I want to tell you that the spirit realm is superior. 
Now when you understand that the supernatural realm is your natural, then you know that you can manipulate things for the glory of God. You know that you can shift things, you can change things. Sometimes before you even pray, you can speak a word. And that word, because of the understanding that you have, it operates in that understanding. Praise Jesus. Now, it is superior over the earth. And it's here to bring solutions. The spirit realm, you have access to the supernatural so that you can bring solutions in this realm that we live in. Solutions of divine operations. And you will in Jesus' name. Now, 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 choose to operate as a man. If you choose to operate as a man and walk like a man, cry like a man, walk like a man, natural man, take on the wisdom of man, the presence which is of God, and it is ours, it is our domain, will frustrate us. That presence, the presence will frustrate you. Sometimes you are frustrated. Nama dreams, nama nini, na hizo attack. Why? Because you're trying to be natural and you're supernatural. So the world knows you, but you, you don't know. Wewe aujui? Nikiwa kijiji hiyo mawakati wa kukua wakora na nini na kila kitu. Nikuanga najua polisi hivi nikimuona. I need kufa uniform. Kuna kitu tukua tunangaliyanga hapa. Until today I don't know what it is. But in Kwanga Najua, you can look at the forehead of anyone who has a gun and you will know this person has a gun. He forehead. Kuna took a confidence flani kana kujanga hapo. Bwana sikuwe. And that's how we used to know who ni police. Anakuja hapo atimambo siniuzie banki. Unamangale unacheka unamambia tamimi ni pasta. Jumeona? Umeona hapa? You have seen the forehead. And you know this is a policeman. It is, can you imagine? And that is not discernment. So there are demons living around you. There are things that are, are, are around everything that is happening. They know you are supernatural because they can see you. And if you do not know, these things will frustrate you. The presence of God inside of you will frustrate you. That's why yesterday, the day before yesterday, there was a cry. There has to be more. There has to be more. The Spirit of God is pushing us to more of who we are, to more of what we are, to more of our identity. Not new things, but things that God already placed inside of you. As you are already, you are a dynamite. You are supernatural. Ah, we began to understand some things and now my wife and I, we began to pray. And now she receives more visitations than me. Yet she was the one struggling uko to Kianza. Kuna siku nilika sitting room, nikaambia mungu kweni mi unipendi, unatembelea bibi yangu sana. Tunaomba, I go to pray in the sitting room. She's praying in, in, in the bedroom. Nasiketu wakipiga manduru, why Jesus? Hey, makata mimi maumbi yangu inakuwa distracted. Ili juzi, si kitambo. I woke up to one and I'm there, no, I was just with the angels, and they were like, what? Kwani wameanza kukutembelea miya wanitembelei? Wameacha sasa juzaza wamekugundua wewe. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are supernatural. You are supernatural. You are supernatural. There are so many things that you can do. Wata tujaanza, tunaanza sahi. But there are so many things that you can do. One time, Jehazi tried to call Elisha. Elisha the prophet. And that is a man who was operating under the old covenant. Uh -huh. 
And Elisha tells this man, I do not want your money, you just go. The servant of Elisha follows the man and says, Hey, Mukubwa Mesema, alikuwa mechanganyikiwa kidogo. Atulikuwa Mesema, unataka kumpatia nini? Kale kapesa, sawa, leta. Siyo ni seed. Eh, mtu amekuja kusio seed, kwa nini umuambia peleke? Simeiyo neza kwa ni warfare. Akachukua pesa. And then he came back. And Elisha tells him, umetoka wapi? And he tries kusema, oh, sijui nini nini. Elisha told him, when you left, didn't my spirit go with you? So you can be in one place and be in another place. So when I heard that, just four, four, five, is it? When, when was that? Juzi. I decided, okay, so I will meditate on this word of God. I sat in my sitting room and I started to meditate on this word. That I can be in two places at the same time. That there is no limitation. Now let me tell you something about me. Mimi sim to akwamini vitu hivi. So I have to try it. If it doesn't work on me, then can you naniambia that ni uongo ama sitaifikiria mpaka ile siku itanifanyiki? Bwana asifiwe. So nikaka. I left my body, went to the back of my room, went out to the estate, went out to the road and then came back. Because it is possible. Do you understand what I'm telling you? When I say you are supernatural, I mean it, you are supernatural. There is no limitation. There is no limitation. Tell your neighbor there is no limitation. Now, if you try, if you try to be normal, to be normal, our nature, which is supernatural, will refuse to conform to the natural. The spirit in us will constantly push us to identify with our father. The Bible says we have, we now have his son, we have his spirit, and he helps us cry, Abba, Father. In other words, we identify with our identity, which is our God. Are you ready? Say atmosphere. Atmosphere. Atmosphere of glory. There's something that God taught us towards the beginning of last year, and it was simple. It was at, uh, it was um, it was culture. We had culture. We had a climate. Uh, in fact, we had atmosphere. We had a climate. We had a culture. Atmosphere, climate, culture. And when God began to teach me about this, I was wondering, where are you going, God? Climate. I mean, atmosphere, climate, culture. Atmosphere, climate culture. And God began to teach us and take us on a journey of, of moving and on operating in the atmosphere of glory, carrying the atmosphere of glory. What would happen to a believer, to the church today, if we walked around with the atmosphere of glory? If the atmosphere around you screamed glory? Praise God. Now, the kind of grace and anointing that God is putting on the church now is a grace for shifting atmospheres. It is a, it is a peak anointing for shifting atmospheres. Now, when atmosphere matures, it becomes a climate. Do you understand? It becomes a climate. When climate is constant, it begins to affect the culture. Okay. Niliwai enda Ivory Coast for a conference. 
Ivory Coast is in Western Africa. Na huko kuna joto. It is humid because it's like it's all coast. Until asubuhi there's so much mist that you cannot see the person. You cannot see anything. Up until masamoja na sambili hapo ndo unaweza ona. Unajua ile fog inakuanga limuru hizo mapats. Ama maimahio. When it's thick you can't see. That's what happens mchana. Lakini nilikuwa amazed that it's like that but watu wanatembea na vest. Do you know why? Because it's not cold, it's humid. It is so humid that we went to a church and in that church the pulpit ilikuwa mahali hapa juu. Juu hivi because it was a conference hall. Sisi tulikuwa tumekaa pale chini. Wanakwaya walikuwa wamevaa manguo zimefika hapa. Bwana asifiwe. Na nguo zile zimekuja hivi. Na walikuwa you know the way West Africans dance. Wana dancing? Wanajiwachilia. And they were dancing and they were dancing. In that group there were two Kenyans where I was myself and Pastor Eric Munyoki ICC. Sisi ndio tulikuwa tunaangaliana hivi. Because we are wondering which church is this? Tumeleto wapi huku? Huku ndio kule the prodigal son alienda. But it occurred to us that no one in the congregation alikuwa amestuka. In other words they are used to it. The next day as we are walking through town watu wanatembea kifua tupu. Cuz it's too hot. So there was an atmosphere that became a climate and that climate has now brought a culture where people do not wear heavy clothes. If you build atmospheres around you of glory it becomes culture it is the end product when it becomes climate wherever you go there are things being ordered everything is being shifted in place angels are working around the clock the, 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 the very the very essence the very re, the very desire of god is being restored wherever you are ata ujaomba you have just showed up There's a place we can get to where we walk with order. Do you know what it is to walk with order? Wherever you are, things come in order. Things fall in order. In your family, in your church, in this great city of Isili, God can put order. That order comes without even you rekadabasa kayamara ba You show up and God things begin to happen. Say atmosphere of glory. So God taught us atmosphere, culture. Atmosphere, climate, culture. Atmosphere, climate, culture. <laughs> okay. Ah, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of our of his people. So if you want to find God, peobox.praise. Are we together? Peobox. It is the address of God. You want to find God? PO box dot. Now bear in mind God is already in you. Jesus Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. So it's not finding God is manifesting. If you want to God to manifest, PO box dot praise. In other words, when you're walking with praise, there will be a constant manifestation of God around you that is now climate. And when there's a constant manifestation of God around you 
Now culture has to take place. So wherever you go, kuna madimon wengine unapigana nao, ofai kwa unapigana nao. Because things are supposed to fall in order. Look at Jesus, wherever he went, whether you touch, there are people who touched the helm of his garment and they were healed. Power left them. Because that which was heavy around Jesus did not even need him to be conscious about the operations. Okay. The normal way should have been, Jesus, pray for me, I am sick. The normal way should have been God telling Jesus, my son, my son, someone is touching your clothes, you need to release healing. But in this case, healing left. Because there was a culture. And what is the culture? Everything that is out of order must be brought in order. So there's a great call over your life today. Uh, God is teaching us things, these things because now more than ever, a lot of the things have been happening and we have just been attending church and attending church and attending church. But I want you to know that the grace released now is for shifting atmospheres for kingdom purposes. For kingdom purposes. For kingdom dominion. And when I talk about dominion, I mean dominion of our policies. Dominion of our policies. There are people that I have seen that will be president of this land. I am speaking to them now as we speak. Gine na convincing itu. Wau na jo utakuwa rais mzuri sana. Wau na jo utakuwa rais mzuri sana. Wau na jo utakuwa rais mzuri sana. Sikungine moja kanitabiria mungu anasema nitakuwa rais wa Kenya. Nilisikia vibaya. Because you need demotion. Need demotion. Judges chapter 9, the Bible says. Do you know what the Bible says in, in Judges chapter 9? One day the trees went out to anoint a king. Now, I want to tell you some of your places. Yeah. The Bible says in Judges chapter 9, write it down, you'll go read it. One day the trees said, uh -huh, let us go and anoint a king to rule over us. And the Bible says, and they say to the olive tree, which signifies anointing, come and be king over us. And the Bible says, the olive tree said, how can I give away my fat by which both God and men are made king to come and now become king? In other words, I am the one that anoints. So how do I bring myself lower to that level? Now, when you begin to operate in the place that we are about to talk about, you will be declaring things in your house. Because you all of a sudden see yourself and all of a sudden you will see Aya. My position has not been here. I have always been here. It's just that I did not know it. But now that I know it, I begin to make decrees. Praise Jesus. And so the anointing that God has released now is for shifting atmospheres for kingdom dominion. And it's dominion over policies. Dominion over ideas. Can I tell you something, church? We have not yet discovered everything that we can get from sand. Sand. Mchangatu. We have not yet discovered. We have not discovered everything that we can get from this hair that you see here. There are minerals that we have not yet discovered. I went to work in a James place. James Ochakwa ni wapi? I forget the place. 
Bungoma, somewhere huko ndani mahali. There was just some place huko. And when I was arriving, I was going to pray for the father. As we are in the morning, we are driving there as Subui, I began to smell. Then I tell him, hey, hey, hey. Na, mbona nanusa gold? Huku kuna nuka gold? And you know, tumetoka na Nairobi, so wakacheka to love your story. Kaishawe pasipio na kwanga na zako. When we got home, he told the dad, that I was like, shh, shh, shh. We discovered gold here, but we don't want people to know. Do you hear what I'm saying? You can get to a level where God begins to tell you things. Things that will be discovered seven years to come. By the time they are discovered, you have already got, gotten influence. And now you can affect policies for the kingdom of God. That is the kind of revival that is going to happen. There are certain people, unless God shows you something extraordinary, they will not listen to what you carry. But the grace that is happening now, let me tell you something, revelation is progressive. 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 So what my son will know, me I don't know. I have a victory service kitengela, and I have my son who preaches there, spiritual son who preaches there. There are things that he preaches that me, I have no idea how he even knew them. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there are so many things that are waiting to be discovered now. Because revelation is progressive, you do not get rid of the former revelation. It is built, you build upon it. It is built, you build upon it. Praise Jesus. Are we together? Just follow me for a second. You build upon it. Now, if we have seen speaking in tongues, we have seen deliverance from demons, we have seen people being raised from the dead, those are things that we have seen. There are things that we have not yet seen with our eyes. And those things that we have not yet seen with our eyes, that is the revival we are talking about. That is the revival that God is making you a participator of. He is making you a partaker of that revival. There are so many things that are waiting to be discovered in the science, in biology. There are so many things that are waiting to be discovered in church. There are so many things that are waiting to be discovered in terms of miracles and supernatural and things that, 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 that God has brought out for you and I. But my prayer is that you will desire to walk in the atmosphere of glory. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the right time in God's story. Before Jesus comes, the Bible says we will have dominion. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 3, I'll read from verse 1 to 18. It's a long one, but bear with me. Are we together? Paul writes and says, Do we begin to commend ourselves, or need we, as some other episodes of condemnations to you, or letters of commendation from you? He's saying, now do we need your approval? Do we now need to write to you and say, this, is, this and this is what we have done, this is our CV? Verse 2 says, ye are our epistles written in our hearts, known and read of all men. In other words, you are an epistle. Okay. You are an epistle. None of the way we have the, 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 the epistle of the book of, of 2 Corinthians. He is equating you to a book in the Bible. Okay, you as an individual, you are an epistle. 
You are an epistle. Praise Jesus. You are an epistle. Yani wewe ni kitabu. Do you hear what I'm saying? In other words, you are full of mysteries within you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For as much are ye manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tablets of stone, but in fleshy tablets of the heart. And such trust we through Christ to Godward, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Verse 6, who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament. In other words, God has made you an able minister. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you are an able minister. God has made you an able minister. Jesus has made you an able minister. What he's saying is that he has brought you. Paul is here, Apostle Paul. James is here. He is saying that from James' name, your name is here. Because you are an able minister. God himself has made you. You do not make yourself. You do not have the capacity. But God himself has made you an able minister. Everyone that he says is important. Whether you can read, you cannot read. Wewe ni wamaana. Wewe ni wamaana. So he says of the New Testament, you're not just an able minister, you are an able minister of the New Testament. The New Testament. The New Testament where God is unlimited. The New Testament where the Holy Spirit has been shed abroad in our hearts. The New Testament. Shall we continue? Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. We have so many pastors out there killing believers from the pulpit. Because when you preach the law, when you preach the letter, you are killing the people. You can want to be radical, but you're killing the people. That's what the Bible says. But you have been made an able minister by the Spirit of God so that you can give life so that life comes out of you. In other words, on your normal day, life comes out of you. Whatever situation you meet, from today do not turn back from any situation. From today, I want you to know that life flows through you even before you begin to pray. It is your identity. It is who you are. He has made you. He, he has made you. What does it mean to make one? It's, it's to force someone to make you. Afisa, just come. There's a seat here that I want to use. I need to show you what it means to make someone. This is Afisa. Clap for him. Now, Afisa is standing. Afisa is standing. But you were made to sit with God in heavenly places. Okay? Now, I want to make Afisa to be an able minister. Do you know what I do? I have made him to be an able minister. 
That is what God did for you. He made you. He did not negotiate with you. He made you. You do not have a choice now. It is too late for you. You cannot change your mind and say, I cannot be a minister. It is too late, I am sorry. He already made you an able minister of the gospel. An able minister of the new covenant. Everyone here has been made. It's not the pastors. It is not the apostles alone. It is not a reserve of the few. He has made you able ministers. Stand again, stand again, stand again. He has made you able ministers. And now it's too late for you. The Bible says, for the spirit gives life, but the letter killeth. So you carry life in you. Your assignment is to give life. Your assignment is to give life. It is not to curse. It is to give life. It is not to speak defeat. It is to give life. You have been made an able minister so that you can give life. Your own assignment, your function is to give life. Now, the same way you use a remote to switch off the TV, God uses you to give life. The same way you switch on the switch to bring light, God switches you on to bring life. The Bible says that even though but the ministration of death written and engraved in the stones, the Ten Commandments, was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses from the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. Ha! Musa Musa used to, Moses used to meet with God. He used to meet with God. Now, wakati alikuwa natoka kupatana na mungu, there was so much glory around him that people could not look at him in the face. Aliambiwa avainguo. It is vain. It's what he's talking about. And God is telling us that if those times, even though the law is weak, but Moses still came out with a glory. He had a glory. He had a glory. Siku ingine au majamao alichoka na story zake. Mungu wamesema mungu. Wakamambia leta mungu. Go and tell God to come. We will wait for God. And they waited for God. And they put marks. Nini nini wakangoja mungu. And when God began to come. Walijua wajui. They told him, hey, hey, Moses, uyu ndio yeye? Muambia rudi, we enda? Enda utatuambia Kenya mesema. Because they discovered they could not even behold that, that glory of God. If they cannot behold the glory of Moses, how much more the glory of God? But the Bible tells us that even though that glory was great, and Moses was great, it was a fading glory. That's what the Bible says. Ilikuwa inaisha. In other words, ilikuwa ni kama kweka gari mafuta. Na kuna watu wapa, that is how your salvation has been. Ile wakati unaomba sana majaribu waikuji, mavita hakuna. Ile wakati vitu zinanza kuenda hivi, unasamanga hata najua tu ni venya sijakua ni kiyomba. Because still you live in the fading glory. Eh, kashida kametokea reba kata saba oh, oh, ba, 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 ba. Kila asubuhi uko hapa Lunchtime uko hapa Devotional haukosi 
You are chasing after a fading glory. Now it is okay to pray. It is good to pray. Please remember, what I am telling you should push you to even pray more. But I am telling you this, that squeezy, ile manene ya kujaza, inaisha, unajaza, inaisha, iliisha. Listen to what the Bible says. But if the ministration of death, written and engraved in the Ten Commandments, okay, was glorious so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold, they could not see the face of Moses from the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away with. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? The ministration of the Spirit is more glorious. It is more beautiful. It is more abiding. It is more staying. Hey, you, you, you are better than Moses. Yes, you are fitted better than Moses. The capacity you have, Moses did not have it. He did not have Jesus living inside of him. No one led Moses to the Lord. He never made the sinner's prayer. He was never filled, indwelled with the Holy Spirit. Even when we are told that he saw God's face, he did not see his face, he saw his back. And the Bible says that the ministry of the Spirit, the glory of the Spirit stays. And it is more glorious. It does not just stay, it is more glorious. So in other words, if you had, if Moses would have gone up the mountain and came back with the glory of the Spirit, now what to Angama Israel? Do you understand? The whole country could not. You cannot leave. Do you understand? That is what you carry inside of you. Ah, let's continue reading. <laughs> ah, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, that is the one that Moses had, uh -huh, much more that the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory. The ministration of righteousness exceeds in glory. It exceeds in glory. It exceeds in glory. It exceeds in glory. It exceeds in glory. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in the respect by reason of the glory that excelleth. Excellent. So it's a glory that, that goes beyond. For, it, for if that which is done away was glorious, the law and Moses and the glory of Moses. That's what the Bible is talking about. Much more that which remaineth in the, is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. So now we do not need to speak complicated things. We do not need to speak complicated things. Praise Jesus. Plainness of speech. Shall we continue? And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. He put a veil that they may not see that glory. Do you hear what I'm saying? So I don't know if they were holding his hand, but also. And it was thick that the glory of God could not see through. You will not see anything, it will be dark. Because the glory of God is so radiant. 
Are we together? But their minds were blinded, for until this day remained the same veil and taken away in the reading of the old covenant. Which veil is done away in Christ? So in other words, when the law is being preached to you, you are still, you are obstructed from knowing the mind of God, the will of God, from seeing the glory of God. In other words, the reason believers do not experience the glory of God is law. The veil was not to protect Moses from the children of Israel. It was to protect the children of Israel from that which was on Moses' face, which was the glory of God. But when the Holy Spirit came, now that limitation was taken away because you were given capacity, because now P.O. Box, God lives in you. And now that God lives in you, now you no longer need to have a veil. I am telling you that tonight you can have an encounter with Jesus and with the angels in your room. Tonight. Tonight. I am telling you that tonight you can see the glory of God. You can see the glory of God. They will tell you in School of Supernatural there was a day that even I was preaching and my tongue was held. Do you remember that day? I could not, no, we were, we were in a prayer. Kikuyu, in a prayer mountain somewhere. And, and the glory of it was so, it was so thick that I tried to talk, I could not. I started writing things to communicate to people. You can witness a glory today that will change your life forever. The people you are praying God for God to heal them or to bring them to salvation, they can witness something that they have never witnessed in their life. I am here to tell you that this is possible. This experience is no longer for the pulpit alone. God is bringing a shift. And in this shift, he's bringing the pews up. He's flowing from the pews. Hmm. Shall we continue? <laughs> ah. Verses 12. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great painless of speech, and not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, but the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day it remaineth that the same veil is untaken away in the reading of the old covenant, which veil is done away with. But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their hearts. Uh -huh. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, Jesus is the answer for that veil. The veil shall be taken away. The veil shall be taken. The veil shall be taken. In other words, now you can behold the glory of God. Are we together? Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Okay, so now, <laughs> we, with our faces, the veil is taken away in Jesus. So now the Bible then tells us after it has been taken away, but we all with open face. So now we have open face. The, it is taken away the veil, so now we have an open face. Uh -huh. Tell your neighbor open face. 
hey, John Cena, there's no longer you cannot see me. Now you can see me. Okay, so now it's you can see me. I can see you. Now the Bible says, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. So now we, are, we can behold. We are beholding as in a glass. It's like you're looking into the mirror. The glory of God. The veil is taken. Now we are beholding as in a glass the glory of God. Listen to what the Bible says. We are in verse 18. The glory of the Lord. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory. In other words, as you are beholding God, you are becoming what you're seeing. <laughs> the reason that veil was there during Moses' time is because Jesus Christ had not yet come. And there was a danger. If they would have seen the glory of God, they could have become what they are seeing. Moses had a one-of-a-kind access to see the glory because he was a savior and he was the picture of Jesus. But now Christ has come and is living in you. We have now become the sons of God. One son died, rose up many sons. He is the firstborn of every believer. So now you are a son of God. The creation is awaiting the manifestation of the sons of God. Because when you behold the glory of God, you become what you're seeing. 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 You become what you're seeing, somebody. You become what you're seeing. That's what the Bible says. Let me read it again. For, but we all with open faces, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are being changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the same, the same spirit. I have many things here that I don't want to read for us. <laughs> so we have to know that the sun is the radiance of God. And it, and, and, and it gives us access. It gives us access. It gives us access. I wanted to tell you something that this access does to us. A redeemed man, if you have Jesus Christ. Now, if you are here and you are born again, you are supposed to be two things. Number one, a reflection of God. Number two, a representation of God. When you behold the glory, you become what you're seeing. So what happens when you have become what you're seeing? You are now a representation of him. You are a reflection of him. A representation of God, a reflection of God. The Bible says in the book of John, open John chapter 17. I found it fit that I may read it. Is it okay if I put my notes? Let me just put them aside. John chapter 17. This is the scripture that we said Jesus was making before he died. And I will read it very fast. John chapter 17, let me begin from verse 1. This word speak Je spoke Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify you. So that's okay up until that place, right? As thou hast given him power over all flesh. So Jesus has power over all flesh. Okay? That he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. 
Which means that if you are here and you are born again, you are a gift to Jesus from God. That's that verse. Shall we continue verses 3? And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Verse 4. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest to me. And now, now, uh-huh, uh-huh, now, now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with you before the world. How many of you know we have a crisis? Did you read it? Jesus is telling God, Now, Father, glorify me with the glory that I had before the world. So did Jesus lose the glory? You have to, every time you're reading the Bible, you must ask yourself questions. When I read it, I stopped there and I said, oh my God, we have a crisis, we have a crisis, we have a crisis. Jesus lost his glory. Or did someone take away the glory from him? Because he's saying, Mungu Baba, glorify me. Venye ilikuanga, ile nilikuanayo kitambo, ni glorify nayo. Do you get the story? Do you get the flow? That is verse? Verse 5. Okay, before the world was, verse 6, I have manifested thy name unto men, which thou gavest me out of the world. You are a gift to Jesus. Then they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever you have given me are from you. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee. And they have believed that thou sent me. I pray for them. I pray not for them, not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me that are yours. So I'm not just praying for those who are not born again. I am praying for them that are, are, are born again. And all that is mine is yours and all that is yours is mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world. Now, he is in the world, but he's praying as though he is not in the world. Because this prayer carries your identity. Are we together? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I came to thee, Holy Father, keep through your own name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, who is Judas, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And now I come to speak to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in them. I have given them thy words, and the word hath the world has hated them because they are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. I pray not that you should take them away out of this world, but you should keep them from evil. They are not of this world, even as I am not of this world. Do you now know that you are, you are supernatural? You know that you are supernatural? Okay. The Bible now says, sanctify them through the truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, 
that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for this alone, but also for them which shall believe on the message. In case you're thinking and engage your disciples, he's saying, I'm not praying for the disciples alone, but even for they that will believe. Do you believe today? So this scripture, this is Jesus praying to God on your behalf. Do you believe that God answers Jesus' prayer? He does? So this prayer has been answered. Shall we continue? <laughs> that they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you have sent me. We read this last time. Okay? Verses 22. Can we read it together? One, two, three, go. Uh, uh, did you read it? Did you read it? So he begins by saying, glorify me with the glory that I had with you before the world was. So we were faced with a question, did we lose this glory? Did Jesus lose this glory? In verse 22 is our answer. He says, and the, and the glory which you gave me, I have given it unto them. In other words, let no one tell you that you cannot carry the glory of God. Jesus gave you the glory of God. He gave you the glory of God. You, you are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. Jesus said that he gave you his glory. In the Old Testament, it's a different song. God cannot share glory with man. In the New Testament, man is part of God. So man has to share the glory of God. In the New Testament, it is impossible to steal the glory of God. Let me tell you. There are people who kill a kid to Lazarus and say, eh, it is God's, you know, glory, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Eh, mtu anakubariki na kitu na mwambia santa na kwambia, oh, glory to God. Oh, glory. Because they believe they do not want to take away glory from God. Where will you hide that glory if you took it from God? Can you really steal the glory of God? Do you really have that capacity to steal the glory of God? Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Jesus said in verse 22 that the glory God which you gave me, I gave it to them. Now, in, in 2 Chronicles, I think it's 2 Chronicles. In 2 Chronicles, and I'll finish with this because of our time, and we'll begin to pray. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. In fact, let me read it very fast. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Uh, Chronicles um, has almost the same spellings with Corinthians. <laughs> they will both start with C. I want you to see something. I want you to see the magnitude of a lesser glory so that you can judge with yourself the glory that is inside of you. Do you hear what I'm saying? I am telling you that today something will be activated in you and wherever you will go, that, that glory that we are talking about that is already inside of you will begin to manifest whether you know it or you do not know it. Hey, praise Jesus. Verses, uh, chapter 7, verses 1. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifice and the glory of the Lord filled the house and the priest could not enter into the house for the Lord became the glory of the Lord for because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when all the children 
of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavements and worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good and his mercy endureth. Listen, Solomon built a temple for God. And when he built a temple, he prayed before people. And after he prayed, the Bible says he finished praying and the glory of God came down. And when the glory of God came down, it did not just come down on the pulpit. It came down on the whole congregation. It came down on the whole church. And the Bible says even the priests who are selected ones, the holy ones, they could not enter because of the glory of God. Because the glory of God occupies. When you have the glory of God, the atmosphere is different. It becomes hostile to anything that is not in agreement. There is a way that you can chase people from your life. There is a way that you can shift things. You can remove witchcraft. It is called you must invade that place because now you are aware that God gave you his glory. Jesus Christ gave you his glory. And what happens when the glory of God comes down? Fire comes down. That area is cordoned off. No one can enter into that area. What am I saying? I'm saying that your auntie can be a witch and you can still eat her food. I'm saying that you carry an atmosphere in you. There's an atmosphere that you carry. It is the atmosphere of glory. Wherever you go as a believer, you carry the atmosphere of glory. This is how revival is going to happen. This is how we are going to see people be healed in your estates. This is how people are going to follow your God and follow your church and come to where you are. When wherever you are, everything is brought into order. The revival that we are going to see is a revival for shifting atmospheres, breaking barriers. There was a season in my life Nakuru did not want me. Nakuru did not want me. Every time we would be going to Nakuru to kifiki, to kifika up on my mahiu, gari nazime inanza kutupeleka uku chini. It was almost every time. There are times you are in a car like this and I know manze atutafika, but I know I am still with God. Why? Because they do not just sense. Listen, what I'm telling you is that tonight, eh? Wewe tu, maybe hata tukujui, hata pasta kujui, ajaye kusalimia mkono. What I am saying is that tonight, you can go in your room and sit down and begin to meditate that quickly, I have the glory of God inside of me. Ah, let it manifest. Let it manifest. And at his beginning to manifest, people who are staunch in their religion, people who are next to you, people who are living all in the radius around you. That's why I chose to go to Siokimau. I went to Siokimau because I was told not to go to Siokimau. Niliambiwa wachawi wenye wako huko na venye wanafanya mapasta na wanafanya wanaume wa watu I said this is the place I need to go. Why? Because I understand that when I enter into the place the glory of God has now come. And let me tell you something about the glory of God. There was a man in the Bible as I finish. Let me close my Bible so that I finish. There was a man in the Bible. You remember David? David was bringing the ark of the covenant. You remember? He, he had gone to bring it. And as they were bringing it, there was a young man, he was called Abinadab, eh? who was the son of, uh, we, we'll get there later. But, but as, as, was it, no, he was called Uz, something, he has a, Uzair. And as, 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 as he was going, as they are going, the, the presence of God was there. 
the glory of God. The Ark of the Covenant, the glory of God was there. And so they are going with it. They are singing. They are singing. And then it hit a stone and the presence of God was going to fall. And this man did a right thing. What did he do? He went to help the presence of God. What did God do? God struck him dead. Now, that, that young man was the son of Abinadab where the presence of God was coming from. So he grew around it. For 23 years, Alizoya, they were washing the Ark of the Covenant. So for him, it was not a new thing. He did not know there was a, there was a shifting. It was now coming to where it belongs. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he was stricken because he was familiar with the presence of God. Can I tell you something with the presence of God? It is hostile to people who do not think like it. That is how witches die. Because the presence of God in you is hostile. It is hostile. The, 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 in a place where I was, I was ministering, there was a pastor who was against me because I refused something. He wanted, nikiwa na prophecy, mungu wakiniambia kitu nikuja na kuwa na muambia lafu ya nakuja, anaongea, anaisema kwa pulpit, ndio ni mjenge. So wakati nilikata, because something did not just feel right in me, nikakata, eh? Tumetoka mission huko nyeri, mtu hamekuja na crutches, hamevunjika mgui, kapona, kanza kutembea, tumekuja na aerobi ya kwa wapo kwa pulpit, nilikashika huyo mtu mguu, What's happening? But he began to now fight me. So where I was, nikasikia kama hujamame kwa hivikuwa ministry na nanipiga vita. Siniwache tu uduma. Hey, when God had that, the presence of God became hostile to him. I don't know what happened to him. Najuanga tu alifukuzwa siku moja. Bila makosa. Watu waliamuka toka mbia. Toka hapa enda. And he went and now he's not even in this country. Do you hear what I'm saying? The presence of God becomes hostile to people and to things that are not in order. So do you want to finish drugs in Isili? The presence of God. Walk in the atmosphere of glory. Let the glory become your league. You are in the league of glory. Turn to your neighbor. Tell them I'm in the league of glory. Come on, stand to your feet. Tell them I'm in the league of glory. And when you're in that league, let me tell you something. The presence of God encompasses around you. The Bible says the priests could not enter. They could not enter. They tried, but they could not enter. They tried, but they could not enter. Tonight, God wants to do something new with you. Yesterday, you entered into the realm of now. Today, God wants to activate the realm of glory for you. The realm of glory. The realm of glory. The realm of glory. You will now rest when you're praying. You will be praying and you don't come out tired. You will be praying and you don't come out sleepy. You will be enjoying prayer. Oh, 45 minutes later. Hey, hey, koti salaba. Oh, Jesus. Oh, one hour later. Oh, my God. You come out like it has been five minutes. Time will disappear when you're praying. Now God will begin to show you deep and hidden secrets. He'll begin to walk you in the realms of glory. He'll begin to show you things. He will wake you up to tell you what the president ate last night. He will wake you up to tell you this is the, this is the formula of malaria. Well, wow.
We were here yesterday. An idea came. I turned to Afisa and I told Afisa, can we do this? Do you know that thing we have researched? No one is doing it all over the world. Yet it's something very simple. So I am believing God that in the few months I'll become a billionaire. Because I have an idea. Let me tell you. Let me God is going to do even more for you. Because now that is being activated. Atmosphere of glory. Atmosphere of glory. Atmosphere of glory. And before you know it, it becomes a climate. When it becomes a climate, then everything that comes next to you or close to you must have a certain culture around it. It will be a culture of transforming to that which you carry. Because the weaker must submit to the stronger. You are supernatural. That is your natural. That is your natural. That is your natural. That is who you are. You are a miracle by your own. You are a miracle by your own. You are not just, you are not just spirit filled. You are spirit giving. You are life giving. You are life giving. You are spirit giving. And you carry the glory of God. Jesus said, the glory that you have given me, I have given it unto them. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. Come on, open your mouth, begin to decree, begin to declare. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. You are a carrier of the glory of God. Come on, pray, 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 pray. Go deeper, go deeper. Ask him to open your eyes. Ask him to open your eyes. You are a carrier of glory. You are a carrier of glory. You are a carrier of glory. You have the capacity to carry the glory of God. Rabakato Toyomarabosha. Zimande Zekelebasha. Rabakaya Marabosha. Karabosha Nelelebesha. Come on, 